good day, um, our audience. And thank you very much for always joining us in different episodes of our podcast. And today happens to be a very, very important day. And because we have with us here, um, Seklot, um, who the co-founder is Olawale Atekoja. And uh, Seklot is here with us to tell us more about what he's building. And we are also going to see the relevance of what he's building in Nigeria. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Seklot, and good day. Yeah, good day, Ikena. Thank you for having me on this show. All right. Um, thank you very much. So, uh, as we say, Founder Institute is the world's largest pre-seed accelerator. Uh, Founder Institute take employees and potential founders and make them successful entrepreneurs. So through our 14 weeks program, we are able to help founders to launch their businesses and their ideas. And so um, Wale happens to be one of the alumni of Founder Institute. And this today we are going to be hearing about the amazing things that he's doing, um, his ideas, to also see the passion to which he's doing what he's doing. And just to say that currently in Nigeria, we have a lot of issues in terms of security. And so Wale is actually leveraging technology for a safer environment. And so please, Wale, tell us um, the concept of Seclot, somebody hearing Seclot for the first time, what actually is Seclot? What is, what is your startup all about? Okay. So thank you once again, Ikena, for having me. So Seclot was coined from the um, word security for the lots. That's security for the masses. That lot is the masses. Oh, wow. That, oh, wow. that, was, that was where the name was coined from. I never so, knew. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. So basically, um, we are operating in the security technology space. Um, just the same way you have a FinTech. So we are also in the security technology. And uh, where we, or how we came into place, you have a lot of security firms, you have a lot of, even the police, and um, they use the crude ways to actually run their operations. So we are here to help them, um, enable them to use technology to drive their business. So it's basically helping security using technology, enabling security using technology. That's our main focus. Oh, oh, that 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 that, that is that is important, and it's important you state that, and also to talk about the kind of people who your target market is and how you're able to collaborate collaborate with them. So we'll be coming to that shortly, where you get to tell us more about your, your customer base, who your target market is. Um, but, but I also want to find out what, what actually was the motivation for the creation of Seclot. So I believe a lot of founders have their own motivation for what makes them to do what they do. So we'd like to hear about Seclot. What was actually for was was it that you had you had a security challenge or you just saw an opportunity an opportunity in, in that mm, okay so i'll take us down a, a story just a short story nice um one. while i was young i'd always loved the security stuff so i'd, I'd always been this guy that would carry uh, all those toy guns and be like, I'm the police, I want to arrest thieves. <laughs> you know, the police and thief thing we do. So when people say, yeah. oh, I should be the police, I'll be like, no, I don't want to be the thief, that I want to be the police. I want to be the one to chase and catch them. 
so that, that has always been yeah that has always been a passion i had from childhood however while growing up i stumbled on software i stumbled on, and i also studied computer science from university of illore and um eventually i also went started to do my software engineering university of liverpool so basically when i got into the software line i worked with a software development company and that was from 2019 to 2017 now when when i was resigning in 2017 there there is a non competing agreement that i had signed from the onset and that says that i cannot deal in any software development program for the next 5 years are you there i would you yeah yeah so i looked at it that wow I've spent over 8 years writing programs consulting for clients and now I'm going to resign and you're like I can't deal in that same business for the next 5 years. Well, I know what what else could I do and I was like I remember though ah you are you were young you like being a police now is there something you can do is there something you can do to assist them and that was how the old circular thing started from we start from something as simple as building a distress app the concept of the distress app was to to alert the police so you have an you have an app on your phone you press it and they alert the police that you are in distress and they come to your rescue but unfortunately wow. we could, we could not scale that because i'm sorry to say this we are in nigeria you have an issue which police are you going to even call do you get yeah, it? I, so, I get that. So that, that that's that's the old genesis of how Seclot started, and uh, since we couldn't um, scale that, we then went into other um, other business models, also in the security space, and that was where we got into the surveillance system that had to do with installation of CCTVs and co, and also the tracking and also the tracking system. But um, while we were pushing that, COVID came into existence. And funny thing is, you I'm not sure you want me or us to come and install this CCTV for COVID. And we needed to survive. And we needed to survive. So um, something just came up from nowhere. A lot of guys started logistics business. They started in logistics. And we're like, we started hearing of cases whereby they were stealing their bikes. Now the next question we're asking was. These guys are stole your bike. Do you know their houses? Do you know their addresses? And they'd be like, mm. no, we just said uh, we needed a dispatch guy. The guy came, he gave us an address and they started work. And they're okay, by the time they steal the bike and they go to check the addresses, they don't meet them there. They're they not staying there. And yeah. we thought, oh, okay. I think we can be in this space. Why don't we be the um, verification guy guys for these guys? So before they get any bike guy, before they employ anyone, we do the verification for them. And that was how we put ourselves into the verification. And interestingly, it has really yeah, the um, acceptance has really been high. A lot of people are there. Yeah. Okay. So and and that was how we got into the vetting space. And the acceptance has been really high. So right now we handle surveillance, we handle tracking, and we recently started handling verification of addresses. Oh, wow. Wow, that th- 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 this is huge. The, the last part you just talked about verification, I'm not sure I'm so used to it, but but that is a great one. Just you just got to hear about and 
and all. Thank very, you. very impressive. And and Thank so you. so so, to, so as a to that, um, now to the big question. We all know what the security is like in Nigeria. Everybody is crying about security. Everybody, everybody wants to be safe. Like you don't want to be the guy that will be outside when there's a crisis. And so beyond just being safe, people want to know heads up. What's the level of security here? What's what's all of these and um, leveraging technology to for a safer environment. And the question I may want to ask is, um, how do you think your solution and can help yeah, probably governments, individuals, or organizations to build um, uh, to to provide a better safe environment just for people? Or that there was there was a circular recently sent by was it was it CBN to their workers talking about how people should be safe and also what, what do you think about your idea in terms of security in Nigeria? How 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 do you come in? How can you help? Okay, so um, I would respond. I would respond from two perspectives. I would look at the surveillance and I would look at the address verification. Okay. So for for, for starts. Um, I would pick the surveillance. Now, um, I know in the abroad, most of the streets, they have surveillance systems. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the government that would do it. But what the government can basically do is enact rules that would ensure that these things are available. So imagine the government saying, you are going to have a store your shop must have a camera outside it so that means that means whenever things happen in your locality they can come and see your surveillance system so it doesn't have to be government having to install cameras in all poles in lagos that is really expensive so in that case we start securing our environment from our own food store from our own doorsteps so someone comes so there's an incident that happens on um people can easily just look at okay fine i think we we got it on camera they could share with the police they could share and from there we can be able to depict or pick information from it yeah so that that for me is a simple answer from the surveillance aspect now for the vetting this is what we're what we're trying to build for this is we're building the footprint of nigerians for Nigerians and the world. Now, what we're, what, we're, what we're trying to do is this. Is it possible for me to say where was Ikena staying 10 years ago? Mm. Now, we're not just verifying addresses. We are keeping this database. Data, yeah. Such that if somebody else wants to even verify you and the guy has subscribed on our platform and we have also verified the guy, the guy can see a trail of where you have stayed over a period of time. Mm. You get so so yeah. so so in, so in that case, it it, it builds trust in, in in the country. As that today, a lot of investors are probably not even trusting the Nigerians. You possibly um, want to you want to send your money to the country, but you're not even sure who you're giving. You can't see his history. So yeah. yes. The data is more than just address verification, but we are doing that part of it. So that mm. by the time we're probably in 2030, we can say we have over 100 million Nigerians verified on our own platform. So if the government would probably um, partner with us, no problem. But we want to just ensure that we are the local 
verification guys in Nigeria for as low as 1000 naira. Wow. Wow. And what 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 you've just shared now the, the is very very remarkable and I can see how huge how huge this is both in terms of the potential it has and in terms of in, t- in terms of uh, what it will require and uh, so i may want to ask and this can also give a platform to maybe throw in your ass what kind of partnership do you think uh, will be beneficial to seclot like what kind of partnership will help seclot to really scale as fast as you need and to really uh, to really serve the Nigerian market more effectively, um, whether in terms of government partnership, what kinds of organizations do you think you will need partnership with, and that can really help you to to scale fast? Okay, so um, currently we're trying to reach out to Google because Google does um, verification of SMEs, so. Okay. Um, for some time now, the you, you you put in your office address. They don't really come to verify the physical address, but right now they want to start that. So we're also looking at partnering with them so that we can be their local um, verification company in Nigeria. So imagine going Google and Google is telling you this is this person's address, and it's also telling you that I've verified the physical address. So it's not just me telling you this is his address, but yeah. it has been verified that he's there. So that's that's one. We're also trying to look at um, working with governments. So there are quite some loans that government give out, but most of the time, getting it back is usually an issue because they probably these guys probably come um, online, they fill the forms, but when it's not time to get back the money, they probably don't even know where they are because they probably just put a fake address. So we're mm. also looking at partnering with 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 them on that, and also. NCC, a lot of us, we registered our SIMs. NCC claims yeah. that they, want, they are doing KYC, but did they come to your house to verify that truly you stay where you are? Mm. So those are some of the partners that we're looking at currently while we're also pushing um, private companies. All right. So so in other words, they are saying, if you know anybody listening to this podcast, you know somebody in Google, you know somebody in the government, uh, this is an opportunity to really partner with Seclot to make this happen. Because if we have a safer society, we have a safer environment, it's the good exactly. of all. So if, if I know who my next door neighbor is, and uh, you know who your next door neighbor is, and we have this sort of uh, this sort of data that has everybody, you verify who this person is, and you are able to even have surveillance to watch what happens within your environment. Uh, I think I think it's beneficial to all. So as people are listening, and I also want to really um, ask, what, what can you say to investors and um, investors that want to invest? Uh, where are the areas do you think investors can come in? And like like how much are you looking forward to? And uh, so investors listening to this podcast, they know how they can really be part of what Seclot is doing. Hmm, <laughs> that question is usually quite quite I see. Um, truth, truthfully, for a start, we're looking more into grants. Um, what our need, our need for a start right now is we want to scale up into all major cities in Nigeria. As of today, we're in 10 cities already in Nigeria. Mm. We're in Lagos, we're in Port we're in Ibadan, we're in Kano, I'm trying to remember, we're in Benin, we're in Calabar. So we have 10 major cities, we're in Elorin, but we want to mm. be able to scale into all of these cities. 
now there is a challenge we have because imagine having to run operations in each of these cities is not as easy as, as it looks so we're looking at we're looking at partners that we could partner with that locals in there so it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to build one big office there we, we go to that city we train partners and then they could carry out the local address verification for us so and in all of this uh, Um, for us to win trust because it's just 1,000 now. So you might wonder that 1,000 now, how this guy's going to break even. So it's more of the big picture that was, it's more of the big picture we're looking at. So that's why we say for now, it might be more of grants than um, investors. Yeah. But if we have an investor that also sees the big picture with us, we're definitely ready to sit down and have a discussion with them. Hmm. Talking about picture, where, where, where do you see Seclot in the next five to 10 years? Um... So if, if 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 I look at the verification, our target is yeah. to be. Our target is. Our target is. Are you looking at me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, our target is to be able to do over twenty million. I have over twenty million verified databases in Nigeria, and at least have. Um, a, phys- a physical office it doesn't have to be that big in all major cities in the country um, such that we can do our verification. As for surveillance systems, we're already in talk with some government start house um, that has to do with installing cameras on street lights um, and then installing cameras at roundabouts and also traffic lights. So Yes, we also want to be big in government uh, partnership. Okay, um, so so thank you very much. I think this might be my last question to you. And wh- one of the things we thank try you. to achieve in this podcast is that beyond um, beyond your startup, beyond your idea, beyond your business, we also want our listeners to get to understand who this founder is and get to connect more with the founder. Um, just to wrap up, I'd like you to just share with the founder, potential founders listening to you, how are you able to manage um, your work life and your personal life as um, all, all together? Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's deep. It's, it's deep. It's hard. So the first <laughs> thing I would, yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I would say to potential founders is this. Um, ensure you have a lifestyle business that is going to sustain you while you're running your ent- your entrepreneurship journey while you're running your startup um don't just don't just jump out of whatever you're doing and say i want to go and do this i want to go and start up something when you don't have something to fall back on like the money to fall back on that's what kills most startups yeah so the other aspect is this if you're already having a trade if you're already learning a trade or you're already into something the best that's your best uh, bet to start up anything if you just jump into something new without having yeah. the without having the required knowledge there's a high probability you are going to fail at it the only reason why i have succeeded to today is because when I started Seclos, I was still consulting. I was still consulting as a software developer for companies. Yeah. So I was I was able to 
take my extra income to push the business. And that was what kept me. So we started in 2018. This is 2021. That was what helped me to survive 2018 to Till COVID came and I could not even run my consulting again because probably people don't even want to come to the office. And then I had to just find a way out to break even with separate. So for me, yes, it's good to follow your passion, but hunger is real. Don't let us deceive ourselves. <laughs> you must think of how to take care of that hunger. Once you sort, the, once once you sort that, that sort that hunger out, you can sort it in your start. Yeah, you cannot try something. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thank th- thank you very much, Wale. Yeah, it's been it's been an exciting session, and and I, I I know our listeners they've really gotten so much. And those listening, trying to understand what security is all about, at least you've understood now that it's security for the lot. And yeah, it's more the masses. And so, thank you so much for joining um, this this week's podcast. And to thank our listeners, um, yeah, thank you very much. And thank you all for for listening. And as we said previously, this is Founder Institute. Founder Institute is the world's largest precede accelerator, where we take potential founders and employees and make them successful entrepreneurs. And we'll see you in our next week edition of um, of our founder series. And thank you very much. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, you, Kena. Bye. You have a nice day. Yeah. Thank you.